Marchetti. Welcome to the Inspired Podcast. I am a wife, mom, educator, lawyer, and coach. I want to be a friend and mentor that can walk with you on your motherhood journey. I believe the most important thing we can do for our children is to live a life filled with joy, authenticity, empowerment, fun, and purpose. I spend so many hours reading, coaching, studying, learning, and listening. I want to show you what has been helpful for me and for my guests. We will talk about real tools for everything, from feeling good enough, to parenting, to how to finally reach your goals, how to find fulfillment, how to stay motivated, how to feel more confident, build healthy habits, and so much more. I believe that with the right tools, we each can create a beautiful life. This isn't just a podcast. This is a community, and I'm so excited you're here. Free worksheets or guides will be available for this podcast. Subscribe and follow this podcast so you don't miss out. For access to the free worksheets, click the link in the show notes below. Remember, I believe in you and in your ability to create a beautiful life. Ready, set, let's get inspired. Welcome to Inspired with me, your host, Allison Marchetti. Today in the podcast, we're going to talk about a big issue that us moms and our kids, and to be honest, all people deal with. We all are struggling with something, right? And oftentimes we can feel like we're alone. We're the only one dealing with this. Everyone else has perfect lives, but I'm here to tell you no one has a perfect life. We all make mistakes and we all have struggles. Maybe right now you're struggling with reaching a goal, achieving something, struggling with your weight, or relationships, or working, or friendships. Oftentimes, when we're struggling or making mistakes, we go into what I like to call the mean girl mind. And to be honest, it's totally awful for us. It can contribute to anxiety, depression, unhappiness, low self-esteem. In this episode, we're going to talk about mean girl mind, the time I forgot my son's water and lunch at summer camp, my mean girl experience when I was younger, and I will share what we can start doing today to break up with our own inner mean girl and start feeling better, including rescripting, cheerleading, yes, you heard that right, love them or hate them, we're going to talk about cheerleaders, and my six-step practice anyone can and should do. So have you ever made a mistake and then started beating yourself up for that mistake? If so, I want you to know you're not alone. I think we all do this, especially us moms, right? We're so hard on ourselves. And to put this into perspective, I'm going to share a story that happened to me. So my son was headed to baseball camp, and it was a really hot day. That morning, of course, we're rushing around. I'm trying to get him there on time. We get there, and I drop him off, and I'm walking away, and I realize that, number one, I forgot his water bottle, and number two... I forgot his lunch, okay? And maybe for a different episode, we can dive into whose responsibility that was. Like, was that mine? Was that his? Was that both of ours? But regardless, 
at that moment, I felt so bad. I was so mad at myself. You should have heard me. I mean, the things I was saying to myself, you're so dumb. How could you have forgotten that? Look at all the other moms. They remembered it for their kids. Your son's going to be so embarrassed now at camp. Why didn't you check? I went around and around like this, like for so long in my mind, just beating myself up, judging myself, criticizing myself for making this mistake. And the biggest thing is I didn't realize that I actually had a choice. My mean girl mind, as I like to call it, was completely out of control, criticizing me, judging me, and just being really mean and awful. And I was feeling so bad and I was just making it worse. Our inner critic is really like a mean girl. It can be relentless, judgmental, not helpful, and make us feel really, really awful. As you know, I like to make things easy so you can start making positive changes in your life now. That's why I call the inner critic a mean girl mind. It's easy to remember, right? Because everybody has had someone in their life who's been mean to them. Maybe it was a friend. Maybe it was a coworker, a classmate. For me, the first person that comes to mind is this girl named Bobby. And Bobby would sit with me every day on the bus and make fun of me. It was awful. And I hated the bus. I actually didn't want to ride the bus and would beg my mom, please, please, please don't let me ride this bus. Bobby would judge me. She would criticize me. Just really, really mean. Okay. So I think of her when I start criticizing myself. So I think of this mean girl when I start criticizing myself. And I wonder if you can relate to this too. It might be helpful for you to take a minute to remember someone that was mean to you and how you felt. And most importantly, if you'd ever stand for that right now, would you stand there silent when someone criticized you, judged you, or was just straight out mean to you? I doubt it, right? Like you would leave, you would, talk back. You would argue. You would do something. You would do anything, right? Why? Because it feels awful for someone to be mean to us. When someone's mean to us, we feel more stressed. We feel embarrassed, sad, angry, upset. We feel all these things when people are critical, mean, and judgmental to us. So then let me ask you this. Why would we voluntarily allow ourselves to do it to ourselves? Which many of us do regularly, me included, right? We make a mistake and we essentially stand there silent while a mean girl rips us up, beating us up about it. How does that make any sense, right? So we make a mistake and then we beat ourselves up, never arguing back, never stopping it, never shutting it down. We just sit there and take it. So here are three things I would suggest you try and practice because this mean girl mind isn't beneficial. I'd like you to see which fits or works for you. Remember in doing this, we're all different, right? So what works for me might not work for you and vice versa. So what I want you to remember here is we have a choice. I didn't know it at the time, but I do now. And I want to share with you that you have a choice too. I was choosing to keep 
mean girling myself, right? Beating myself up. No one else was doing it to me but me. And wasn't making anything better? Was it making it better that I was criticizing and beating myself up? No, it was making it worse. And it was making me feel worse. I just kept going around and around like a hamster on a hamster wheel, beating myself up. I wonder how many times we do this to ourselves as moms. We make a mistake, which many times isn't even that big of a deal. And then we blow it completely out of proportion in our minds criticizing ourselves and making ourselves feel completely worse. The interesting thing is I would never let someone talk to me the way that I talk to myself. Would you? Would you just stand there and allow someone to criticize, judge, and just be mean to you? So then why do we allow it now? I would suggest to you that let's all stop. We're going to get into three different practices that you can use. I would love for you to just try them on, right? Kind of like you get a new pair of shoes, you try them on, see if they fit. If you don't like them, you take them back. I want you to apply a similar approach to this. I'm going to share three different strategies with you and try each one on and see what works for you. And I encourage you to share this with your kids too, because a lot of our kids are doing a lot of criticizing of themselves too. So the first practice I would suggest is re-scripting. I would suggest we start flipping the script on what we say to ourselves. Because if you're anything like me, you'll notice that you have a go-to script that you say to yourself when you're beating yourself up. It's usually pretty much the same words. Okay, so you make a mistake, you do something you regret, and then that dialogue just pops up. And it's usually the same thing. So the next time you notice this inner mean girl coming up to criticize, try instead speaking to yourself like you would a friend. So I'd like you to take a minute and imagine a close friend you care about. Okay, do you have have her in your mind or him? Now imagine if that friend shared with you a mistake she made. What would you say to her? Would you tell her she's stupid and dumb? And how could she do that? And she's the worst? No, right? You'd be understanding. You'd be kind. You'd be compassionate. You'd be supportive. If we go back to my example, if a friend forgot a water bottle on lunch, I would say to them, oh my gosh, I've been there. I forget things all the time. Don't worry about it. Everyone makes mistakes. Your kid's totally going to be fine. So I wonder if we could start doing this for ourselves too, start speaking to ourselves like we would a good friend. And science backs this too. Science says that when we are compassionate and kind to ourselves, we are less likely to be depressed, anxious, stressed. And as a result, we feel more happy and optimistic. So I would suggest the next time this mean girl mind, the mean girl voice comes up in your mind, criticizing you, judging you, condemning you. Flip the script on that. And again, instead, speak to yourself in a kind and compassionate way, like you would to your best friend. Practice two is what I like to call the cheerleader concept. 
and again, love them or hate them, cheerleaders are a really great reference point for remembering this concept. A lot of the things I teach, I try to tie to things that are easily understood and also that will stick in your mind. So the earlier example of a mean girl, that's easy to remember and easy to understand. Same with a cheerleader, okay? It's easy to remember and it's easy to understand. I want this stuff to be easy for you to start applying to your life today. So practice two is the cheerleader concept. The next time you catch yourself beating yourself up, I want you to think, what does a cheerleader do, right? A cheerleader cheers for a team. When I was in high school, I was a cheerleader. And what did we do? We cheered for the team. Regardless, we tried to encourage them. We pumped them up, supported them, even when they were having a bad game. They made a bad play. Did we criticize them? Did we ever yell at them, that was so stupid? What are you thinking, you're the worst team ever? No. Instead, we would encourage, support, and cheer for them. What's my point here? We each have a little encourager or cheerleader or pump-up person inside of each of us, right? We, We probably often use it for our kids. We tell them, you got this, right? We give them these words of encouragement and support. We can choose to let that mean girl voice run the show in our minds, or we can make a choice to cheer for ourselves instead and pump ourselves up and build ourselves up instead of tearing ourselves down. Instead of, that was so dumb, maybe we say to ourselves, well, maybe that wasn't the best, but it's okay. You can shake it off. People make mistakes. And you can use this in so many aspects of your life. Whenever you find yourself criticizing yourself, instead, start encouraging yourself. One of the things, and this is a side note, but one of the things I've been seeing lately is a lot of kids are getting really hard on themselves with sports, with grades, just with everything in general. They're so hard on themselves and it doesn't help. Beating themselves up doesn't help. And in fact, it can lower their self-esteem. It can lower their confidence. And that's why I think it's never too early. It's never too late to start sharing these strategies with them too. It makes a difference. You feel more empowered when you realize that you have a choice and that tearing ourselves down is never the answer. We just feel worse. And instead we have an option to be our own inner cheerleader, or maybe you think of someone you aspire to be an idol or a mentor and think to yourself, what would she say? Or what would he say? Or what would they say? You could encourage them to ask themselves, what would someone I look up to say to me to encourage me? And how can I start saying those same words to myself? The third and final practice that I would suggest you try on, like I said, just like a pair of shoes, try it on, see if it works, feels comfortable for for you, and if so, use it, is it's my six-step practice. And six steps may sound like a lot, but it only takes like a minute or two, and it can make a huge difference. So when I notice that mean girl voice creeping in about anything in my life, I pause, I take a few deep breaths, and I see what I can learn from that mean girl, if anything. Sometimes the inner critic, the mean girl, actually can point out to us something that we're struggling with or something that we need to deal with. 
So it can be a great guide. So look for that. Maybe it's something that you can learn from. Then I remember that I'm only human and try to give myself grace. Finally, I want you to look for solutions because that can help you feel more in control and also help you move on. So let's break these down. You number one, to pause and just notice without judgment. Number two, take some deep breaths to reset and get yourself out of your emotions and back into calm. If you remember in episode two, I talked about a green zone when we are calm and that's when we can think the most clearly and make the best decisions. So the focus for number two is getting yourself out of your emotions and back to a calm, peaceful place. Number three, see what you can learn from it. Is there any lessons in this? Number four, give yourself grace. Number five, look for a solution instead of repeating your mistakes and beating yourself up. And number six, move on it. If you find a solution, act on it, move on it, and then let it go. In my water example, I could have said to myself, Allison, this isn't a big deal. Go buy some water, come back, drop it off. And that's it. I could have moved on, right? Do I wish I could have remembered it? Of course. But it wasn't the big deal. I was making it. I wonder how many times we do this in our life. How many times do we unnecessarily mean girl ourselves about things. If you're anything like me, it could be a lot. And when we're doing this, we are not helping ourselves. Instead, we are hurting ourselves. So often, we hold ourselves to these unexamined standards, many times of perfection, people-pleasing, the list goes on and on. And then when we fall short, of our unexamined standards that we place on ourselves, what do we do? We oftentimes beat ourselves up and mean girl ourselves, which just makes us feel worse, right? I'm going to leave you with an exercise that I've found really helpful, and I would encourage you to set aside some time and do it, to dive deeper into your relationship with your inner mean girl. Take some time this week or press the pause button and do it now. This exercise is a great way to stay motivated to practice the strategies we discussed. So here are some questions to think about now or to think about later. First, think about how self-criticism or mean girl mind has helped you. I want you to answer honestly, without judgment, no shame, no judgment. Next, how does your inner mean girl make you feel? Probably not really good, right? Third, how would you feel without that negativity in your life? If you're anything like me, you feel lighter and life feels easier and it feels okay to make mistakes instead of the end of the world. Remember these answers to motivate you to practice the strategies we discussed in this episode. And please remember, this is just a practice. Give yourself grace. Give yourself compassion. You have been unknowingly cultivating this relationship with your inner mean girl for years and years and years. It's a habit at this point. And just like any habit, it's going to take some time to break it. So give yourself some space and time and compassion. And remember, it's progress, not perfection. Another way to stay motivated that really is helpful for me when I'm trying to change any habit is to think about my kids. Sometimes, you know, it might not be the best thing to admit, but I don't have the motivation to do things for myself, but I do for my kids. 
So when I think, what am I modeling for my kids? And that I want them to be kind and compassionate to themselves and not beat themselves up. It motivates me to practice it for myself. Because when I'm practicing the strategies we discussed, they're going to learn it too. Actions speak louder than words. So I think that with practice, you will find that breaking up with your mean girl mind is a much happier and better way to live. This is not something I want you to ever beat yourself up about. And what I mean by that is if you find yourself criticizing yourself or you find yourself beating yourself up, I don't want it to be another thing you add on to beat yourself up about. Again, for many of us, this mean girl has been running the show for years. So it's going to take some practice to get rid of her. So be patient, be compassionate, be kind with yourself. If you found this episode helpful, I would encourage you to share it with a friend. It's a great way to let your friend know that you're thinking about them and a great way to spread kindness and encouragement. So here are the takeaways. The mean girl mind is our inner dialogue slash voice that criticizes us. We are in control of it. So start choosing to manage it. Try the three practices that I shared in this episode, which were number one, rescripting, which is speaking kindly to yourself like you would to a best friend. Number two, the cheerleader concept, which if you don't like the word cheerleader, you can use mentor or idol or someone you look up to. Think about what they would say to encourage you. Think about what you would say to your kids to encourage them. Maybe you got this or you can do this. You're not your mistakes. Let's go. You got this. I love you. You're doing the best you can. Number three, my six-step practice to pause, breathe, notice, be kind, look for solutions, which as a side note can make us feel really empowered and in control to have solutions instead of just staying on that hamster wheel of criticizing ourselves. Next, to learn and let it go. Number four, answer the questions in the episode to dive deeper into your relationship with your mean girl mind and recognize your why to stay motivated. Number five, as always, progress, not perfection here. I believe in you and your ability to start practicing these things and be kinder to yourself. It really matters. I hope this episode leaves you feeling empowered and inspired.